man, I was just jamming out Joel Santana from back in the day. Wow. Man, that brought some memories back. <laughs> I was listening to a little bit of everything, bouncing around CDs. And I was like, you know what? I got a podcast to do before I get out of here. I'm going to Schaumburg, Chicago for the weekend. Watch some WWE Survivor Series. I know, nerd stuff. But it's fun. Good environment. Haven't really watched current stuff in a while. Every once in a while, I'll flip on the WWE Network and watch some old stuff. But now that I'm busy and banking and podcasting and trying to do as much as I can for the IVCC women's team, which I feel like I'm hardly there and I'm trying to be there more, not really a lot of time for other stuff. And I got I got other other responsibilities. So I have to push the wrestling. You know, you got to do that when you get older. I know the kids listening to this will be like, man, I'm always going to play video games. Or I'm always going to do this. Well, once you got to make money, you got to pay bills. You got to take care of life's responsibilities. Sometimes that changes. But there's always time for a little bit, just not maybe as much. Anyway, today is Saturday. We are about an hour away from kickoff of Illinois High School Association semi-final football games. We are the final four of each class pumped up for this. I have been pretty much, I'm always pumped up for the playoffs, but this year has been special. In class 3A, Princeton is still alive. In class 2A, Fieldcrest is still alive. And of course, if we could have both in a championship game, that would be amazing. But not only are Princeton and Fieldcrest in the semifinal, they're going against some teams that we're kind of familiar with. Princeton, 11-1, the number one seed in 3A, is playing number two seed, Byron, who is 11-1. They are in the Big Northern Conference with Mendota. I currently stay in Mendota, and the News Tribune, when I worked there, covered Mendota, so we would see Byron, football, basketball, baseball, stuff like that. And then when the playoffs come, you know, they run into to the Princetons and, and Halls and, and, and stuff like that. So then when the postseason comes, they'll run into Princeton and, and other teams that we also cover. So, kind of familiar with them. This should be an awesome game. Byron has been a juggernaut for the last couple years. Princeton has all the pieces aligning all at the same time. They have the big line. They have a mobile line. They're not just like big bulky guys that aren't athletic. They're athletic. They have the running game down. Not just one person. If you wanted to say one guy, that would be Rondé Wirles, who was getting looked at by University of Illinois, Northern Illinois, Western Illinois. He wants to play college football. He is six foot two, 215 pounds of muscle. He's jacked, ripped. Had him on the show and we talked about this. He really got after it in the offseason. Behind him, or alongside him, more like Jacob Starr, senior back, who has got tons of tons of skill. He's fast, he can hit the outside, and if you are not in the right position, he's going to go right past you. They have other guys I know going to miss. Max Taylor is a sophomore. In the first round playoff game, he scored three three touchdowns in the second half. Studly, all the way around. Tyler Gibson, the junior quarterback, just broke the Princeton record for yards in a season. I hope to have him on when this is all said and over, and maybe after today's game, and we could have his thoughts on that. Princeton football has been around forever. So for him to now hold that record as a junior, he's still got a year left, man. Still got a year left to do even better, bigger numbers. So we'll see what happens. Wide receivers, Noah Atkinson, Wyatt Davis. Wyatt Davis comes from a family of studs. 
Spencer Davis was the Burrow Valley coach for a few seasons. Drake Davis was a phenomenal quarterback. I hate comparing high school players to you know former NFL players or current NFL players, but he was kind of like Michael Vick. If you came in and tried to collapse around him, his footwork would come into play and he would be gone. And not just for five yards or first down. He's going for 25, 30 yards, touchdowns. Great athlete. I know he was a a walk-on at University of Illinois. He's since moved from there. He's been to a couple different teams, different schools. So he had that talent to play at the next level. Wyatt Davis has supreme wide receiving talent. He's a great route runner, and he's hard to cover. He can leap. He can grab the ball. Dig down if he needs to grab the ball. Great wide receiver. Anyway, Princeton's a real deal. Their game starts at 1 p.m., which is coming up fairly soon today, so I will not keep this intro much longer. Just wanted to know, of course we have a special guest. We have Princeton lineman Matt Saihaki. I like his name, Saihaki. <laughs> if it was me, I would, I would play around with it all the time. But Matt Saihaki was nice enough to join us. A great guest. Talk some Princeton football, some other stuff. We will get to that. Just want to bring up Fieldcrest real quick. Fieldcrest to a semifinal is also at 1 o'clock today. They are in Sterling against Newman, who we know very well around here. Newman plays Hall, Princeton, and St. Bede on the regular. They used to be in the same conference, but now they're crossovers in the Three Rivers Conference. See them all the time. i seen Newman play in the first two weeks of the season. It is not going to be an easy test for Fieldcrest. When we talked to Mason Falk for a show that was actually done on Friday and put up Friday night, but it got to social media Saturday morning. So you might have seen it Friday night or Saturday morning. One of the two pumped up, pumped up. Just having all these football kids and, and their excitement for these games and what they're doing is amazing. But Newman is the four seed at 11 and one. Fieldcrest is the two seed at 12 and 0, even though they were number one in the Associated Press Bowl at the end of the season. But because they didn't have as many playoff points as Knoxville, Knoxville got the, the go-ahead in front of them for the number one spot. Anyway, you guys have a great Saturday. This should be up in time to either listen to on the way to these football games or on the way back. You can listen to it anytime you want to. But hopefully you enjoy your weekend. I'm going to go to the city, watch some WWE, have a good time. Anyway, there will be a show up tomorrow. Drew Barth, Fieldcrest alum. With that said, I am out. EGRC Podcast. Catch us all over the globe. Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Twitter. Catch us where you can. Peace. Well, playoffs are still rolling. They're actually almost over. Couple games left. IHSA semifinals are this Saturday, and Princeton Tigers are still in the mix in Class 3A, playing a semifinal against Byron at 1 o'clock on Saturday. I have the pleasure to be here with Princeton senior lineman, linebacker, Matt Sayaki. How's it going, buddy? Good, you? Doing all right. I'm ready to talk some football. How about yourself? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Tigers going against Byron, both 11-1. and Tigers one seed. You guys are both the Tigers, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Princeton Tigers, Byron Tigers. Both of you enter 11-1. and one. You guys are the one seed. Byron's the number two seed. 
This is a huge matchup for you guys. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. What are you guys going to try to do against Byron? Oh, you know, we're just going to try and play our game. I mean, we know Byron does the same thing. We always say that even if they know what we're doing, they got to stop it still. So we're just going to keep doing our thing, and they're going to have to try and stop it the way that they got to do it. But So what are the things that have led to your guys' success? I mean, 11-1, and one, and that one loss was, what, a three-point game to Newman, who was in the, the semifinals in two-way. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with our off-season lifting and our uh, desire to get back there. I mean, when we lost to the second round in Byron last year, we just wanted to get back there. And now, now we got the opportunity to play Byron in the semifinal game and get some revenge. So that's always good for us. And besides the playoffs, you guys really don't see Byron. So you guys have watched a lot of film. Oh, yeah. I think we have nine games scouted on them. And we've been going and film every morning and after school and during practice we're always repping for them as a we'll start with your your job as a your offensive lineman correct yeah and linebacker for defense definitely for so as an offensive lineman what is you know your number one responsibility come saturday oh i mean i guess just to take care of our blocks give our running back ronde the an open hole to run through all right what side what side of the line are you on uh i play I play left tackle. I start I start defense and I back up offense for whoever needs it. Byron for the last few years has had a pretty dynamic offense and it doesn't look like anything's changed this year. Oh yeah, no, they're just going to try and run their thing. They're not going to they're not really going to adjust for us. That's kind of how we do it too. We don't really adjust for people. They just they got to stop how we run the game and that's exactly what they're going to do. You're a middle linebacker. Uh, Sam linebacker outside with you know being an outside linebacker that also asks you to you know kind of watch pass coverage you know try to stop the run watching the quarterback as a linebacker especially against Byron what are you going to be asked to do the most oh it's going to be the run because that's what they do they like to run it right up in your face and they're really physical so we're going to try and stop the run as much as we can but at the same time we're going to have to watch out for their pass plays all right. Are you guys going to do some uh, pack in the box or kind of lay off a little bit? Uh, I mean, it depends on the formation. I mean, we're going to try and keep our box as much as possible. Awesome. Good stuff. And I've talked to uh, I've talked to Rondé. I've talked to quarterback Tyler Gibson, and we have had conversations about the number of talented players that you guys have on this team. Of course, the uh, positions players or skill players like. Rondé, Tyler, Jacob Starr, uh, Max Taylor, who's a sophomore and has had pretty good games in the in the postseason. But also the linemen, the linebackers, the secondary. It seems like there is a talented player at every position for you guys. Yeah, and I think a, a lot of that has to do with our grit and how we want to succeed. Coming into the season, I mean, you guys have come off second round appearance last year. You know, it gotten better from the year before going into this season I mean it just looked on paper like you guys were going to be successful but it's different you know when you're trying to make it happen so just talk about the season rolled on what you guys were doing to be better and better from week to week yeah I think from a a big thing from last year to this year and going forward was our physicality we watched film on our Byron game last year and we noticed that we were a lot more physical and I think that's going to really help and it has helped throughout the season and who we are, our identity on the football field. Awesome. If somebody asks you, you know, one word to describe this year's Princeton Tigers, what would you say? I would say we're physical and that we're ready to, we're ready to go. 
Paxton Buckley Loda last week, you know, it's starting to wrap up. You guys know you're going to get the win. What is going through your mind knowing that you're one of four teams left in class three? I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's like a dream. We, I mean, we've been working on that. We've been working to get to this point since uh, last offseason. I mean, that's the goal to get to here. And we're so close. We just got to finish. You know, we've played three playoff games so far. Which one do you think was the toughest or got you prepared for, you know, the rest of the playoffs as they went the most? Uh, I would definitely have to say Hall. Just because they've played us before, they know what we're going to do to them, what they're going to do to us. And I'm, our coach always said that every time he's played another team before, again in the playoffs, it's been a close game. And, I mean, he wasn't wrong. It was a really tough physical game. And what was that, 16-0 in the second round? Yes. That was, a, I mean, that was a battle. <laughs> it was a battle the entire time. Even though it was a shutout, I mean, the game was really closer than that. Yeah, it was. You really got to give it to our defense for sticking our head in there and getting it done and our offense for punching it in at the end. And even though you guys battled back through some mistakes, I mean, you guys had four turnovers, but we're still able to to do your thing. And I, you're right. I, I believe that was because of the defense. Yeah, I mean, you got to give them credit. I mean, I don't I think they had, don't quote me on this, but I think we, they had probably around 50 total yard or 50 total rushing, if even. Maybe it was total. I'm not sure, but you really got to give it to the defense for that game. Yeah, because Hall throughout the season has been putting on like 300, 250 yard games against pretty much everybody except you guys. Yeah, and I mean, to, to shut them out twice in a twice in a season that's pretty good I mean that's pretty impressive especially since they're our rivals it feels really good to do it yeah you would would you call them your number one rival I would personally I think most people would on the team too who would be your second rival uh I'd have to say probably oh man that's a tough one I mean St. Bede obviously is one that goes down in history for that but I think I see one arising between Newman and Princeton because the games are becoming closer the programs are getting better. It's always tough to watch every year because it's such a good game. That's that's definitely true. I've watched a lot of Princeton Newman games. I can see the how the fans react, how the players react. They're ready for it every time. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. you guys were this year too, huh? Yeah, it's always a big game to look forward to. Let's talk some uh, non-football stuff. At least in high school football. <laughs> <laughs> are you a, are you a Bears fan? Oh yeah. What do you think of the Bears so far this year? Honestly, disappointing. I thought, I think Mitch, Mitch Trubisky could do much better. Yeah, I mean, the, the defense, not as good as I thought it was going to be. But, again, you got to you gotta give it to them. They're on the field a lot more because the offense just can't convert. Yeah, and throwing the injury to Keem Hicks, I think that showed yeah. how important he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like their defense isn't the same without him. Are you a are you a big NFL guy or college guy or do you watch a lot of football outside of what you do for your own personal game? Uh, honestly, I I watch the Bears. I watch the Bears, but mostly I'm on the high school side of things. Perfect. When you were growing up, did you go to a lot of high school games? Uh, yeah, I definitely went every Friday whenever our local team played. Awesome. So you knew you were going to be a Tiger and you were excited? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a big part of the junior football league here. I see a lot of the kids come, and I know that they just can't wait to play for Princeton. As we were sitting here talking, I'm trying to remember the the last team that they got to the quarterfinals a few years ago. It was either three or four years ago. Jake Reinhardt was the starting quarterback. Yeah, that was the uh, 2015 team. There you go, 2015 team. So you would have been, were you 
a freshman eighth or eighth grade? grade? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. Did you go to a lot of their games as an eighth grader? Oh yeah, definitely. Because back then there was a lot of hype about their team. Because you know we had we had all those oh nine seasons, and then I think there was a three and six, and then they came along. So it was really exciting for the community to see some success. I was actually in Sterling when that Princeton team beat the Comets. Oh yeah, I was there too. I remember that. That was a really fun time for Princeton. And I remember them breaking the board or whatever, and the Newman people got really upset. Yeah, that was a thing that we used to do. We would have a board with the with the team name on them, and whenever we'd win, we'd break the board. It was a really fun time. Is that tradition done? Uh, uncertain. It's uncertain. Yeah, we haven't had it yet this year, but I can see it coming back. So how many years have you been on varsity? I've been on varsity since sophomore year. That's when I started uh, linebacker. Okay, so you, you've you had uh, Coach Pearson for the last two years, correct? Yes, sir. And then who did you? Er, three, three. Oh, so you have had Pearson all three years? Yeah, and then my freshman year, Coach Snyder was there. So having, you know, your three varsity years with Coach Pearson, just talk about him and you know, what he has done for the, you know, the Princeton football tradition. I mean, he does everything. He does everything from scouting to coming up with practice plans. I mean, he really helps us prepare and keeps the traditions very well. I mean, the Tiger Walk, we still do. We still do a lot of the same things that, that we did, that Princeton's always done. We've just, we just had to tweak it a bit for, for how we do our thing. Do you have any interests outside of football or sports that you're into? Are you a hunter or anything like that? A lot of my friends are. I'll go. I'll go trapping and stuff with them. I am really into hockey, though. A player or just watching hockey? Uh, I played a lot of pickup games when I was getting older. But I, when I was a freshman, I had the opportunity to play for Bloomington or uh, not Bloomington, Peoria. But I turned it down to play football. So now I just watch watch the Hawks. When you say play for Peoria, which team do you mean? Are you talking about the Rivermen? No, no. It was it's like a pickup team. I don't Okay. Honestly don't remember the name. I was gonna say they were they were recruiting fourteen year olds for the Rivermen? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just trying to create some comedy there. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> I would have asked for your autograph if you were playing <laughs> if you were playing yeah. for the Rivermen at fourteen. No, no. Just a ju- it was a junior league. Gotcha. So just talk about, um, you know, hockey and what interests you in that. I mean, it's kind of different from football, but both physical sports. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just grew up around it. I mean, my dad played My dad played in high school and really got into it in 2010 when the Hawks won the Cup. And since then, I've gotten really into it. And they've won it two other times since. And I've just been just been something I really liked. So you're definitely a Blackhawks fan. Who's your who's your favorite Hawk? Uh, I'd have to be Duncan Keith. That's a good pick. A lot of people go Kane, but oh yeah, Duncan Keith's a good one. <laughs> yes. The Blackhawks are going kind of on a dynasty run there for a little bit, but kind of falling on tougher times uh, this season, last season. You know, still a lot of a lot of ice left to cover this year. But is it kind of rough sticking by your teams when you know they're not doing so well? I mean, I'll always be by their, I'll always be on their side and stuff. And I'm sure it was hard to watch after all that success, but. Now, now you're even starting to see some them coming back. I mean, I think they lost last night, but they won. They won three in a row. They got two good goaltenders. There was a third overall draft pick that we got, and Kane's still producing. You know, it's just fun to watch to see them rebuilding with that new coach. 
If there was high school hockey around here, would you have rather done that than play football? Uh, that's that's a tough question because the thing with football is you're playing with your your friends. You're, you mean you grew up with these guys? They're like your brothers. I mean, I'd probably still have to play football. Awesome. That's what we do here. We we ask the hard hitting questions at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. <laughs> 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 have you actually been to the United Center to watch a Blackhawks game? Yeah, I've been to, I think I've been to four, maybe five. So I've been to two. The first time you went, did you think that the building was going to collapse? Oh yeah, definitely. I think they played the the Ducks when I went and they, I think they won 4-3. So it was a really good time. It's the first time I went there. And even actually the second time too, I was like, man, how is this place? It has to have a great foundation because of the way the fans and it, the building shakes almost. Yeah, no, I feel that. It's really nice oh. to, to go there and watch a game. Thank you for joining us and wish the Tigers the best. I, I hate saying luck. I don't like saying best of luck. The best of your abilities. I know you guys got talent and can beat the other Tigers from Byron. I mean, that would be a great win. And I can, can you imagine playing for a state championship? Oh, no, I can't. It'd be amazing. Are you going to, I don't know if you're religious or anything like that. Are you going to pray or you, do you have any ritual ready for to get ready for this game? I mean, I'm just going to do my thing that I normally do. Just get ready to play. Thank you again. And I appreciate your time. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me.